0: out because I've got my in laws here so I want to
1: bang this out Kim come on what
0: that's rude
1: is it welcome to listen to player two i'm your i'm your i'm your first host and first player player one as we tend to call them and my name is jojo
0: wow that was a long walk yeah that's right hey this was the energy that i i was i was so excited when you were putting on energy this morning you looked in the mirror and you were like yeah that's I'm done
1: I was putting on energy, and Kim, you were putting on airs. (laughs) I don't know what that means. Actually, that's why I said
0: it. Cue me up again. I I uh, I lost my place. I said my name is JoJo, and I'm your player one. Oh, and my name is Kim, and I'll be your player one.
1: Yeah, this is our uh, this is the last part of the goatee for this year, and we're we're just you know what? There were two episodes before this one, and and Kim and I are both at the end of the year. Kim's has company over. I'm sick, like I have a, the flu and and Jeff is praying at the Iron Temple. So, is he is that really what he's doing
0: right now? That is the narrative. <laughs> That we've, okay, that's, okay, that you've, okay. Yeah, so the so the the narrative. He's trying to get yoked by the end of the year. His New Year's resolution was to be super buff. We
1: have to, like, focus, because this is the game of the year, and we got a lot of stuff to talk about. But I, I just, I think it's important that we do say that the narrative on this show is that Jeff is both super jacked and rich. Yeah. On the show, that is who Jeff is. And I want to have that continue to be so, because I want there to come a point where someone has to meet Jeff in real life, in real life, and they only know him from how we've described him?
0: Just working out all the time and just always going on trips. He, he has a, a woman that lives in his house that doesn't even work. She's just there like as an ornament. That could mean a lot
1: of things, Kim. <laughs> we know what it means, but that can mean
0: a lot of things. But them. we know what it means. It's pretty wild, the
1: thing that, that, that you just said.
0: He's very wealthy, is what I was trying to get at.
1: He's very independently
0: wealthy. He lives in California, first of all.
1: Yeah, where if you're independently wealthy in California, you're like a god king. California rich is Mississippi god king.
0: I left California a poor woman and landed in Alabama a Fucking duchess. Dowager countess. Our yeah. <laughs> <laughs> brave men went
1: to the exact same place. Yeah,
0: I went over the state lines. They just gave me my papers.
1: <laughs> like, There you go. And here enters Lord Kimothy, son of Broderick. I don't know. This is a video game review, review show. You wouldn't know it, but it is. You wouldn't know it from the sort of way we carry ourselves emotionally.
0: Episode three of The Goatee. It's a big flippin' deal. On our show, we have
1: this... I mean, let's call it what it is, this fucking funny bit. This super funny segment with the same punchline every time. No one sees it coming. Hilarious. When someone says, I'm this kind of person, what kind of game should I play? And this entire year, the answer was always... Fortnite. Now we're picking our new game of the year. So we're whittling it down from a bracket of 16, I think it was originally, and now we're down to eight. Yeah, The games that remain in our bracket are Spider-Man 2, Dredge, Baldur's Gate 3, Alan Wake 2, Lies of P, Sea of Stars, Octopath Traveler 2. Oh, and Armored Core 6 is also in there. Not as an afterthought, I'm just saying, uh, yeah, I couldn't read it.
0: Yeah, these, these games are being chosen based on the reviews of the games, not on the games themselves. And I feel like that's very important because there were a lot of high-profile games that came out this year, but the reviews for those games were either like super hot or the people hated them and they didn't speak to the game itself because of the
1: because of you because of you listen hey let's just be clear because
0: of you the person who is listening if <laughs> you are the player too <laughs> like we listen to you and yeah and they and everybody just assumes for these big games that you know the gameplay or that you know the the background. And so the reviews are not particularly enlightening. And I think that that's why these B-list or what would be described as B-list games are coming out on top a lot of the time. The, the games that you might not be familiar with, the reviews are better at actually telling you what the game is. Yes. Where Zelda, none of the reviews that we read spoke to the gameplay at all or, or like what type of game it was. You just had to, you were supposed to know that.
1: We're looking at these reviews and we're deciding if the game is worth playing based on the reviews because truthfully speaking, that is what a review is for. It just happens to be that a lot of the people who are doing the reviews, sometimes they black out in the booth a little bit and they do some wild shit and we see that and we go, cool. Yeah. I will never forget that someone wrote a review for Alan Wake 2 that said, my brother died.
0: Yeah. I'm just so thankful to the developers of Alan Wake 2 for making this game. My brother died, end of review.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was the review. I've never had a more compelling review of a video game cross my desk.
0: Yeah. And yet, you managed to find another my cousin died or something review like two weeks later. So now it's becoming a genre of review.
1: It is a category of review in my brain that now I'm like, I gotta be on the lookout.
0: Yeah. Tell me about your dead family member. So,
1: this is our last round of our bracket. Like I said, the games that we have, Spider-Man 2, Dredge, Ballers Gate 3, Island Wake 2, Liza P, Armored Core 6, Sea of Stars, Octopath Traveler 2. The games that have fallen by the wayside, just for context, Blasphemous 2.
0: It was a really freaking good.
1: Yep. Cyberpunk 2077, The Phantom Liberty, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Heard of it? Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Also.
0: To buy that game. It's good. Not good enough. Could a five-year-old play it?
1: Yeah. Okay. I think a five-year-old would have a lot more fun with a with an adult also playing
0: with it. Okay. Well, he but also, yes. he plays yeah. Tears of the Kingdom and enjoys that. Then this is a dumb game for babies, then. I have to say, my uh, my son is an advanced video game player for his age because uh, I'm, I'm good at games. So, it's he inherited that from me. We also had Starfield. Oh, yeah.
1: That game's dad came to school to tell all the kids to stop picking. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, that was so funny. <laughs>
1: Yep, uh, Resident Evil Four, Final Fantasy Sixteen, uh, and fuck a duck. I can't remember the last one. It doesn't matter. It's gone. The point is, the the games that are in our bracket are in our bracket.
0: You gonna drop reviews in the chat?
1: What are we gonna do here? I've gathered these reviews because it's just you and I today. Because like we said, Jeff is worshiping at the Iron Temple. He's have...
0: he's getting his. He's trying to get totally yoked by New Year's so that he can bench press a record at that epic. New Year's party that he holds every year.
1: If he can bench press hard enough, then, then the new year won't even come. Yeah. He'll have defeated it. That's his goal. That's his goal for like working out for this year. So jacked, he can stop time, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Kim, I I went out to Steam, Metacritic, everywhere I could to find a review, to find one, just one review. If you had one review, like in that Eminem song, uh, you only get
0: one shot. Mom's
1: spaghetti. Well, I'll pick a game. You'll hold the review in your soul, and you'll see if it survives that next review. Okay. Because it might not. It's like a king of the hill. Kim, are you prepared? If Jeff was here, he I'd ask him if he was prepared, but he's too jacked right now.
0: Yeah, he's probably sweating electrolytes as we speak. I'm ready. Mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. cutting a piece of paper, and I've been cutting a lot of pieces of paper because I'm kind of working on something, but uh, I'm stopping now, so I can, uh, yeah, I'm ready.
1: Spider-Man 2. Uh, Marvel Spider-Man 2, I should say because apparently if you just Google Spider-Man two, you can't fucking find it. You have to say Marvel's apostrophe S Spider-Man two for the PS five 69 99, a heroic action adventure game and the latest in a long line of Spider-Man video games. Here is the review uncredited because I didn't write down the username looks and plays like a dream. If you, play, if you liked the last two, you will love this entry. It's probably the best recent evidence that PS5 offers the best gaming experience on the market. It's probably the most woke-as-fuck game on the market today. And if you're into that, then pull out your lube, because you're in for a jack session.
0: Okay.
1: Took a turn there.
0: Yeah, I also... Um, again, my complaint is this person writing the review is assuming a we'll lot. Call them, let's call them Player 2, Cam. Let's just call them yeah. Player 2. Player 2 is assuming a lot of the reader. Oh, it's just like the last two. That was not what I was asking about. Um. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's a game called
1: Socialism Simulator that is the most woke game. <laughs> The market. Like this is someone who did zero research before they made this stupid claim.
0: Yeah. No, it's just because there's a gay couple that goes to prom. Yeah. Doesn't mean that they're woke. It just means they represent people other than cis white folks. I will also say,
1: maybe this is me revealing too much of myself. I'm not sure. But if you jerk it using um pretty much just lube, it must be nice to be in the one percent. <laughs> You know, that you have a bespoke fluid just for that. Like you just have your jerk in it loop. Oh, uh, this loop's just for Yeah, take your fucking finger out of your ass. Like some of us just do it raw and get back to work, you know. Because
0: you're on the clock and they're starting to ask people, hey, where did Joe go? Boss gets a dollar, I get a dime. That's why I jerk on company time. I poop at home.
1: I here, here's the other thing. I can outsource jerking off. I can't really outsource dumping. That's for me. <laughs> That's a gift I give myself. You know what? You're right. Never thought about it like that. Yeah. I'm taking a job away.
0: Anyway, what's my neg- what's what's my other...
1: No, that's it. That's Spider-Man 2. That's what Player 2 has put for us, Kim.
0: It's woke as fuck. Okay. Woke as fuck. If you liked the first one, you'll like the second one. Okay. More of the same.
1: Next game. Ready. Dredge. Dredge. It's an open world fishing a horror game. Here's, here's the review from, from Player 2. Okay. I can see why it's good. Oh, by the way, just so we're clear, this person returned the game but still left a review. I can see why it's good. I didn't return this because I think it's bad, but rather because I have problems with motion sickness in games. Oh. And this one made me feel a bit ill. The game itself seems good. Happy face.
0: Oh, okay. Do I, of those two games, I can tell you right now which one I would pick.
1: Which one would you pick?
0: I'm going to go Spider-Man.
1: Really? Spider-Man beats Dredge on, the, on those yeah. grounds. Fascinating.
0: Yeah. A game that causes motion sickness, I think the, that's a no-no. Interesting. They're gonna, they want to give it the benefit of the doubt. But the fact is that they didn't they weren't able to play it because it gave them motion sickness. They can offer they're offering me less than nothing of that. That's review.
1: fair. They could have yeah. just not said anything. Okay. Yeah. Dredge, I'm sorry, but to the to the abyss we send you. Yeah,
0: they get they don't make the cut. Yeah. And I really thought that I was based on that Spider-Man review sucked. Um, it was not a good review, but it told me more about the game. And at least it could tell you if you liked the first one, you'd like the second one, and it has, you know, modern themes. Mm-hmm. That's some information about the game. That's true. That I like.
1: Are you ready for the next review? Born ready. This is a review. It's gonna seem like this was a joke review, but I picked okay, it up. Okay, for purpose. a second,
0: um for a second I thought that the thing cut out because you got real quiet there. Uh, no, I was I was just
1: I was contemplating. This is a review for Lies of P. Lies of P is a Souls-like uh, where you play Pinocchio. I'm ready. Player two writes: <clears throat> This is going to be a little meta, also, when we talk about it, because like, there's a reason I picked this one. Okay. Lies of P, spelled P-E-E. That's it. That's it.
0: Okay. Um.
1: Now, hang on. Knowing what we know about us. It's actually shocking we haven't laughed for like 25 minutes already when I said of P the first well, time. Well, because
0: you're, you're ill.
1: I know. It's true.
0: <laughs> you're, you're sick. You're not, you're not on your best pee-pee-poo-poo-ha-ha game. Liza Poo is the sequel. <laughs> That's their number two game. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> And if uh if anybody knows how bad I am at puns, you will know how fucking rock hard I am that I was able to come out with that.
1: So good. It's also a meme, and which we know if it's a meme, that's a good sign. Uh is it yeah, a meme? Lies P. If that's a meme review. It's out. it's what we say every single time. Lies of P. You know, urine. My number one game for the years obviously lies of P. <laughs>
0: Alright. Does Spider Man two withstand? Oh. I have to it's 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 a battle royale. It's King of the Hill right
1: now, yeah. So oh. Spider-Man two uh, withstood attacks from Dredge already, and now it is it is facing off in deadly combat versus Lies of P. Uh
0: gosh. Um It's tough, right? Lies of P. Lies of P is gonna beat Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna say for for the fact that it's a it's a unique game that is very po- has been very positively reviewed, um, based on these reviews only. P is, I mean this the other guy had a little bit of it was a little conflicted, this person mm-hmm. clearly is their all their chips are in Liza P. It is purely it is absolute jubilation. Yeah,
1: this review is that that it's
0: just they like it they love it they want some more of it.
1: We cannot fault them for that. So, at present, Lies of P is on top of the hill. We're going to have to see how, how far they go. The next review for Armored Core 6. Now, Armored Core 6, which is a uh, third person robot action adventure game, care of the, the folks at From Software. For those of you who didn't hear our, our first foray into, into our bracket, Armored Core 6 had the rare honor of having one of the most absurd reviews we've ever encountered in that it was seemed to be a third-person narrative by someone in the future.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: I remember that
0: one. It's all coming yeah, back. Yeah, I was trying to... Yeah, it's all coming back to me now.
1: Now, here's a review that I think... Uh, I, I did pick it because it was listed as funny, but I think this is... I, I think AC6 did not put its best foot forward because this review is... And I don't know how else to say this... It's mostly sound effects.
0: Oh, okay. Are you going to do the sound effects or are you going to say them? Well, I'll say one of them a couple
1: of times because it's really the same sound effect, kind of like how a helicopter would work. But AC6, the review reads, and I quote from Player Two: it reads, foom, 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 et cetera. It's foom a lot of times. It's the word foom over and over again. Okay. This is a review for Armored Core Six, a video game. Then it says get filtered, get filtered, get filtered, get filtered. Get filtered, get filtered, get filtered. Get filtered, get filtered, get filtered. What is it to get filtered? I don't know. Okay. But I will say this. The more I the more I said it, the happier I kind of got that I was saying it. This could be something that will get me canceled, that I read it out loud, but this is a review for Armored Core 6, apparently. Versus Lies of P, the entire review, and I know I shouldn't read the whole thing, but it is Lies of P. (laughs) E-E.
0: Wait, that was the whole review? Uh
1: Uh-huh. That's the whole review for Armored Core 6. Fwoom, 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 several times, then get filtered a bunch of times.
0: Lies of P. I vote Lies of P. I feel like I gained something from Lies of P that I did not. Yeah,
1: from armor course. We're thinking about these more critically than they deserve, but I
0: don't know what it means to get filtered.
1: I know. And that's what fucks me up because like, this seems like it's coming from a place of joy is what gets me. Cause I felt joy reading it, but it's also like, I don't, I don't know how to react to this. Really. It's also kind of unass- like lies of P, even if you don't know that it's about Pinocchio, which it is, the simple fact that the name of the game is Lies of P and one of the reviews is pointing out a very obvious joke about that. That is at least accessible. This is nothing. Yeah. The, I cannot track this. This is
0: the Finnegan's wake of online game reviews.
1: This is the smartest episode of our show. <laughs> I think it's fair to say.
0: This is our postmodern video
1: game review yeah. show. Um, okay. Kim, okay. Are you ready for the next game? In our deadly game, we're fucking just tearing through. Him. We're gonna pick our goatee. Oh stick. yeah! It turns My out God. that
0: that Jeff's the the dead weight, uh, which makes sense because he weightlifts. That's so what he's much. lifting. He's he's yeah. he's also deadlifting. He's doing yeah. He's doing deadlifting. So it makes sense that he's the one that slows us down because he's been skipping leg day.
1: Never f- skip fucking leg day, buddy. Sea of Stars, a classic style JRPG uh, reminiscent of Chrono Trigger, that was released on the Xbox Game Pass. Highly stylistic, highly fun turn based combat. Going up against Lies of P. Here's the review for Sea of Stars, courtesy of Player Two. Player Two writes, Awesome! But don't let this distract you from the fact that in Australia, there are 48 million kangaroos, and in Uruguay, there are 3,450,380 inhabitants. So, the kangaroos decide to invade Uruguay, and each Orion will have to fight 14 kangaroos.
0: Is that a place in the game? No, that's a place on Earth. We're talking about the place that I would have called.
1: Uruguay? I don't know how it's pronounced. I thought Uruguay okay. for some reason, but yeah. It, yeah that. It's very
0: it, it's very possible. Okay, uh, this review. 100%. <laughs> I, I, you might as well stop reading reviews because I'm going to find it very, very hard to... I'm going to find it very, very hard to find any review that is going to give me more than a review that tells me that the game is good. Also kangaroo facts. <laughs> because you know, I I have a bit of a You know, I've got this thing going with kangaroos right now where I saw one in town and now everybody thinks that I'm a a, a noodles person.
1: You saw that kangaroo, Kim. You know, you're not the only person to see it, but it seems like you're the only person who finds it curious that you saw it. And that in and of itself is a source of madness.
0: It's sort of like if everybody in, let's say you're in a kindergarten classroom. Okay. And all of the children in the kindergarten classroom see Santa Claus. Mm -hmm. And you're an adult in that kindergarten classroom. Right. And holy shit, you see Santa Claus too. What you
1: have described, Kim, is a scenario that like, as I think about it, I realize that is a very like disempowering, but also terrifying position you found yourself in. Yeah. What you have basically stated is... All the kids see, you know, Santa Claus. I almost something one. All the kids is, see that... Santa Claus. And then you, an adult, with your adult brain, who's kind of seen behind the, the veil that leads us yeah. to, to Santa Claus. You, in this situation, also see Santa Claus. You actually yeah. see him. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's what fucks me up. It's like, you aren't seeing someone dressed. To, the kids don't know that they, maybe they're seeing someone dressed as Santa Claus. No. You know yeah. you're not seeing someone dressed as Santa Claus. You're seeing the man. Yeah. The myth, the legend.
0: The clause. You can't even tell anybody. Like, how the fuck? You've just witnessed this incredible thing. Well, the thing is, in my case, I witnessed this incredible thing, and like a doofus, I went and told people. It's like I didn't know that I wasn't supposed to see the kangaroo.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now you can see nothing else. And now I can't
0: make friends at Pip's Little League Baseball because they all... Found out that I saw the kangaroo.
1: Don't talk to her. The kangaroo will find out.
0: Yeah. Well, don't talk to her. She's one of those kangaroo seers. Cite- she had a kangaroo sighting. <laughs> kangaroo sight scene. <unseen. laughs> Looking like it was just in recline. Uh, <laughs> it was just sitting in the car. I swear I saw a kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> I go with the kangaroo facts because I do fear. You know, we, he shouldn't be no- ignoring them. There shouldn't be. If it's 14 to 1... And they've got those big, strong legs. Every adult and child
1: has to fight 14.
0: Even if it was cats, I'd have a hard time fending off 14 cats. Pip would have a very hard time fending off 14 cats.
1: So, see if Stars moves on. I don't know what other video game shows are like, but ours is clearly superior.
0: Yeah. Why? Well, I- No one else does either because they stopped watching. We're going to have to restart our Zoom meeting in like eight
1: minutes, but I think we can get this next game out the way. Okay. Octopath Traveler 2. Sort of similar to Sea of Stars. This is actually a somewhat reasonable pairing. Octopath Traveler 2. It is a sprawling and massive 2.5D open world turn-based RPG. And I mean like capital R, capital R, capital P, capital G. It is It is. It is a role-playing game like none other with eight unique stories. Here's the review per player two. In this game, you can mug your own parents in a dark alley, pickpocket young children's toys and sell them for profit, brutally interrogate old ladies for information, sick, vicious animals on people who commit the crime of guarding the door to their own home, challenge random NPCs to duels for no reason except to beat the shit out of them, bribe officials to get your way, drug whoever you want, little children and seniors are not safe, hire a brothel girl. Be a brothel girl and seduce men and women with your sexy dances. 10 out of 10. What play again?
0: Now that one wins. I love the laundry lists of just bonkers. This, this one wins. Um, my I don't know if I have to give an explanation of my vote. It's always It's
1: always good for us to talk about. This
0: is my thought process. So knowing that something is a great game is great. And knowing kangaroo facts is great. But this actually went a little bit further and helped. It gave a lot of detail. That was helpful both for the context of the game. Like, it can, you can do all of these things, and if these, and it gave you a wide range of stuff. And if, if you don't like these kind of things, then you're not going to like that game. So the re, I feel uh-huh. like the review is very helpful and interesting. It's like, what kind of game
1: could it be with, I could work at or hire people at a brothel? That's not Grand Theft Auto, also. I mean, that's... Which is, which is huge.
0: That's big in in the game world. That's what everybody's been chasing.
1: Everyone's excited about Grand Theft Auto 6 because it's like, oh, finally, we're going to be able to hire, you know, sex workers in our video games again. And it's like, yeah, Octopath Trouveler over here. Yeah,
0: They're like, I'm right here.
1: It's been doing the work. Well, fuck him. Yeah. So Octopath Traveler 2 moves on. Yep. Even though the kangaroos are going to slaughter all of Uroi, it's going to be an absolute bloodbath.
0: I know. I know. I mean, some people will probably survive. I mean, they'll need people to open jars for them.
1: Okay, we need to start another Zoom call.
0: Oh, okay. And you have to do it because of the way that Zoom works. Yeah, you got to call me back. Oh, okay. Okay. I I knew that. Uh, This is why I hate
1: Jeff so much, by the way, because he makes us have to figure this out every single time.
0: I'm not good at that.
1: Okay, hold on. Don't don't turn off your your OBS either.
0: I won't, because, yeah, I want everyone to hear this. Uh, Also, I'm going to sneeze. Hang up. Okay, new meeting. I think I'm getting good at this you guys. Connected. Uh, join audio. Cannot start video. Will not start video. Almost sent the link to my mom. send Boom. Oh, whoops.
1: I'm here. I'm here. That was uh that seems like a record.
0: Oh yeah, I did it real fast, but then I forgot that I had to let you in. I kind of sat there for a while. I I almost copied the link into a chat with my mom. And I think that she's just such a trusting person that she would have just entered the chat and figured out what was going on later. <laughs> like, but I mean she could be on the
1: show sometime. Fuck me if we bring your mom in to just review some games. <laughs>
0: she is, she's got surprising opinions sometimes. And I uh we're just going from the reviews themselves. That's yeah. probably a delight. I mean Marsha Towns is a delight. Anyway. yeah.
1: All right, Kim. So, Octopath Traveler 2 is currently leading the pack. At present, the games that we have sent to the Boneyard include Sea of Stars, Armored Core 6, Lies of P, Dredge, and Spider-Man 2.
0: All great games. I mean, these are, but this is the game of the year we're talking about. We're going to be
1: recommending this from now on. That's a fucking bit. and here's the thing, like, I would have been happy to recommend any one of these games. Octopath Traveler 2 is in great company, but can it, can it hold out? Now, Kim, here we go. All right, I'm ready. These next two are the big ones, because last on our list, we have Alan Wake 2 and Baldur's Gate 3. Here's Alan Wake 2's review. I don't think Alan Wake can do it. I don't want to bury the lead, Kim, but I, knowing, knowing what we have left, I don't know, but here we go. Alan Wake 2. This game will have been a four star, maybe even five, but the insane woke lines and woke is all capitalized thrown in there. Just kept making me roll my eyes. I could take the force diversity as it was written well into the story. I never played the first one, but later on in the game, the pushed mandatory lines just killed the game for us. Us, and that's me editorializing. I don't know who the us is. Why does every game have to check the same boxes? Also, the game gets too slow at times. I know story is the most important aspect here, and it's well-written, but it could have used a bit more action in between. No more woke, please. I would have never paid for this game or any other game that is pushing an ideology um, <laughs> pretty, See, it's the, a pretty good fucking anti-review i gotta say
0: yeah but the thing is i am not rating that person right i'm rating the game based on the based review. on what they've said about it and what i hear is the game has in-depth diverse storylines that are well written uh the dialogue is a little campy and as far as like games that push agendas
1: yeah which
0: is all forms of art
1: by the way yeah
0: are they gonna are they gonna push like are they writing on call of duty and saying similar things because if they're not <laughs> they you mean have- call of duty the
1: game where you can commit an act of terrorism in it
0: so yeah I uh woke yeah Alan woke uh I, I hey you said it now I'm free from my curse yeah oh god damn Um, so gosh, I can't even remember the other review. That review deleted the review.
1: (laughs) I know. So what are we? So Alan Wake 2?
0: Yeah. I'm Alan Wake 2. Um, I have a good idea that the game is, has like a solid base to it. And usually the game going slow for people just has more to do with like, there's not a bunch of shit blowing up and, uh, and it's like a story based game. I don't know exactly. I mean, I didn't play the game, but I, I think that seems like it's something that I would like, and it seems like a well-made game. So, yeah, Alan Wake.
1: It did it the second. Oh fuck. Okay. Well, so now we know our first loser.
0: Alan Wake is either going to be the the winner
1: or the first loser.
0: I don't know how this fucking bracket system works, but go on. Well, no, now the, now is now is just a king of the hill. Okay, but then the, wouldn't this, this be the end then? No, no, no.
1: There's one more. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Like right. after this next round, either it's going to have won or it's going to be the second best game. Okay. All right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Baldur's Gate 3, a character role-playing game on PlayStation 5 and all the systems available for uh, 59 dollars Massive open world. It's D&D without having to have other people. That's what it is. <clears throat> right.
0: Which is, I didn't want to, I, didn't, I, I was starting and then I was like, I don't, I'm not going to put my opinion on this. <laughs> so, yep. But here we go. Okay, so carry on.
1: From player two. A week ago, I was diagnosed with a terminal illness and the doctors have given me a year at best. I'm so glad I was able to play this masterpiece before I go. I don't know how many people will see this, but I recommend you buy this game if you do see it. Gameplay, atmosphere, OST, everything is masterfully crafted. Thank you, Larian Studios, for your game. End of review.
0: Why do you have to do this to me? Every time. (laughs) That's the game of the year. It's the game you want to play before you die. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean that should be on the on the jacket. Like,
1: <laughs> we, the, the number of reviews. Listen, and this is not. There's quite a few reviews of people saying I'm gonna die for Boulder's Gate Three. <laughs> like a lot of like, hey, I'm. Thank you for getting this. I'm 71. Thank you for getting this out before I go. Like seriously, yeah. Like there's a lot like that.
0: Yeah, I'm mean, gonna say the game. The game that the must play game before you die is the game of the year.
1: So, Kim, I mean, like, it's this and versus Alan Wake 2.
0: Yeah, no, I, I'm telling you, I, I'm 100% sure Baldur's Gate. I really like Alan Wake 2. I, I like the reviews that we read about it. I like everything that I've heard about it. I like things that that kid didn't like. Uh, but it doesn't have, this is the game that you should play before you die. If we think about,
1: we did episodes on both of these games: Alan Wake Two and Baldur's Gate 3. I mean, we'd No, in mean,
0: Alan Wake Two, did, didn't that have a my brother died? Wasn't that one of yeah, the? Yeah, that was the that was yeah. the
1: first time we realized that that was a subgenre. Yeah, we didn't re, we didn't have that as a category at the time. We did later. Yeah. Um, with Baldur's Gate Three, once I realized that that was a kind of review, I had no trouble finding an example of that. Yeah, like for the other games, I didn't find though that kind of review. You know what I mean? Like,
0: that was the thing. Alan Wake, too, boasts that. Well, because those games aren't games that you need to play before you die. Not a game you need to play before you die. Yeah. Skip it. You've got other things to do. You've got sunsets to watch and babies to kiss. Baldur's Gate, like, skip your brother's wedding. It's like, you're going to need to
1: see the sunset in Alaska. You're going to need to feel the Atlantic Ocean on your skin for once. And you're going to need to play Baldur's Gate 3.
0: Yeah. You've got a year... You need to prioritize your, your time. If you're going to be traveling for the
1: last year anyway, get a fucking Steam Deck and play Baldur's Gate 3 while you're going. Yeah. Like, fuck. Can we did it. That's our game of the year.
0: Fucking did it. I can't wait to tell Jeff once he gets back from the gym. Yeah. And he's going to be all, like, lightheaded, you know, and he's going to drink one beer and be super drunk like you do when you go to the gym. And you're super jacked? Your blood is thinner or something. I don't know how it works. I'm not super jacked. I'm looking right now at my New Year's resolution 2023, which I taped to the wall. Which was to be smoking hot and shrink it to a guest room, um, because I described the uh, pouch that I have that used to hold a child as a one-room apartment, and it's it's about to a studio at this point, Uh but I'd really like it to be a guest room. It's a room that, like, I would like it to look like a multi-purpose room in my home. That is me, my body. Yes, uh, But it's still very much a one-bedroom. Maybe, occasionally, if I'm dehydrated, an economy suite. My, my body but. is a temple for tax purposes. <laughs> did you have a... I, <laughs> this, is, this is a little off, but did you have a New Year's resolution that you wrote down and then taped to your wall? So you wouldn't forget? Because you were very drunk when you not made a, it. Not a resolution. I did have
1: a theme. Ooh. I did have a theme. And my, my theme for the year was, was a year of finishing where I would try to finish things.
0: Oh, that's a good one.
1: I normally start projects and don't finish them.
0: Well, that you, now you have your brain drugs though.
1: I have my brain drugs. But one of the, one of the things that I started uh, at the start of this year and actually kind of last year was like, what's the new, you know, mom hat project that is like, you know, what's our best foot forward? If that makes sense. Yeah. And it was like last year and for a good chunk of this year, it was a lot of skunk R&D as to like what we would make and listen to player two has been a, very, a fucking delight since we started it.
0: Oh, absolutely. My New
1: Year's resolution was finishing things. Oh, I had to come up with a new theme also because I, we're, we're heading to the end uh, the Could
0: year. I suggest be smoking hot or uh, let's see other New Year's resolutions for people who are at the party. Mike's was to get a puffy coat that fits. Seth was to uh, get a new winter jacket game because he's always worn fleece. And he did. He has this like really nice like. Ben Rice wanted to be better at comedy. He wasn't at the party, but I was texting him at the time. Sure. Uh, <laughs> New Year's resolutions do not have to be grand. They just you just it's something that you you resolve to do that like um, oh I want to um, reupholster some chairs. Okay. In our dining
1: room. So, so the. <laughs> Uh, my brother my brother and me every year instead of a resolution they have a th- they name their year and what they name their year is essentially like this is the energy we're going to have to bring to the year and it, it does end up being a kind of like a, re- a resolution in that it seems like it could be actionable in a very specific way yeah. like this year's was huh. sur- surf the vibe
0: the boss that I am conflicted with yeah um, he does that
1: he surfs the vibe no
0: he does the the theme year mm. Well, he might be using it for evil. Where he's like the, he has a word. He has a word of the year, and then at Christmas party, if you can remember what the word of the year was from the last year, he'll give you a hundred dollars. But then That's this year, he had COVID name. last minute and didn't show up to the party. It makes me wonder, like, is he is he listening to My Brother, My Brother and Me? Probably. If I he's a not. bad boss,
1: he's probably not welcome in the audience.
0: I don't want to say bad, but he hasn't given me a raise in three years. That's bad, and he's Kim. he's filthy rich and extremely successful.
1: Yeah, he would not be counted amongst Trav Nation. The year before that was twenty rendezvous, fancy takes flight, oh yeah, what does that mean? Well, you should let your fancy take flight, oh, okay, like a like a flight of fancy, but also be fancier. be fancy, okay,
0: yeah, maybe that's what we need. How do we get to talking about this <laughs> end of the year, game of the year it's true,
1: basically that because you're you're just overwhelmed, cam at the thought that we have done good work today, yeah, we did because I know is? I am I it can't really was, it. let's be clear like. Like, we picked the reviews, but I part of me wasn't thinking Baldur's Gate 3 was going to win.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's a very good game. And you know what? It's funny. Like, I felt like for a lot of the time, and this is sort of like behind the curtain talk here. Uh-huh. But like, for a lot of the time, I felt like, I, not that we were intentionally choosing the B games, but it just seemed like the B games were always winning. Mm-hmm. But then the game that ends up being on top was a game that, I think many people would argue was game of the year.
1: Uh huh. That's
0: in their own whatever stupid metric they use that there, doesn't make any sense.
1: There are a lot of folks who were basically like, "This is a one horse race for game of the year," and then Baldur's Gate three came out, and it's like now it's a race, race where now it's Baldur's yeah. Gate three versus Tears of the Kingdom, right? F- like, and it was a big triple A game, but from a studio that like. I don't know. Like, this was weird to me because it's like the whole market loves Baldur's Gate 3. But I would argue that the company that made it until this game was in some ways kind of niche. Can you name the game that came out from this company before this one, Kim?
0: Baldur's Gate 2.
1: No. (laughs) No, I can't. The game that came out before this one was Divinity
0: Original Sin 2. Oh, you know what? We actually had looked that up. So yeah. I should have remembered that. Yeah. Except it's not a very memorable name and I had never heard of it. Well, we are part of the Gaming Press Press exactly. because we are right. <laughs> game
1: review- reviewers.
0: Also known as the Gaming PP. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Wait. Can Liza
1: <laughs> P come in with a steel chair?
0: <laughs> Perfectly timed. Oh, God, that's good.
1: Well, Kim, Sorry, my
0: my in laws brought down Vermont beers.
1: Oh, Kim, we, uh, well, I mean, I mean, like we there's only one other thing we can do on our show now, Kim, because we we've picked our game of the. This is the last episode of the year, by the way. Like we're gonna like yeah, we we'll have another one till till. Are the, we
0: gonna what are we, are we gonna talk about? What games we're playing right now, or what we would recommend?
1: Well, let's well let's do one thing first, Kim.
0: This is from r slash gaming suggestions
1: by user Assassin in the Marriott. Assassin the Marriott writes, Looking for complex two-player game to play with my boyfriend. I can use an Xbox One and a Switch, and he has a PS5. He could alternatively play on the Xbox One while I play on the Switch. We used to play hours and hours of Overwatch 2 together, but the game feels stale, and matchmaking doesn't feel balanced. This Reeks of like my love life is stale now.
0: Matchmaker, matchmaker, save my relationship.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We've played Civ 6 together and It Takes Two as well, but I didn't especially love It Takes Two. We're looking for another game that we can both learn together and spend lots of hours playing. Could be shooter, could be strategy, could be RPG. I'm interested in Baldur's Gate 3, but the combat doesn't seem very appealing to either of us. If you think, given the games we like, that BG3 would be a good fit, let me know why. Or give me other suggestion, please. Games I like, Zelda, including Hyrule Warriors, LOL, Mass Effect, Ace Attorney, Fire Emblem, Three Heroes, Assassin's Creed games. Games he likes, Lies of P, Cyberpunk, Elden Ring, Call of Duty, Fortnite, Last of Us, Batman Arkham games. So we need someone who needs to know what game they can play with their... They're totally real and exists boyfriend
0: that they are not having a hard time with. It's not a, it's not a rough patch, not a rough patch at all. Um, they could have found other hobbies, but they said, OK, let's just keep playing video games. Yes, this is totally working. Are we going to dance around it or do we just go straight to it again? We know the joke and how it works. We can't just do we know it. know the answer.
1: OK, here's what I know it can't be. It can't be Fortnite. Let's start there. It can't be that. Okay, yeah. It, that is a game that is not fun to play together. Just a uh, simultaneously but together I don't think so. Cyberpunk is one player. Elden Ring is one. I know these are the games they said they're trying to find a game that isn't these but these yeah. are just examples like you can't do a Souls-like.
0: I would say that Mario is too simple. Uh-huh. They're looking for something that's more modern than like Mario Party kind of style games. They want something with narrative.
1: They do want. You know um, what I was gonna say, Kim. They want something with narrative and something where the narrative is like not just spoon fed to you. you know because Zelda has narrative that you kind of have to think about. Liza P and Elden Ring definitely have narrative. You have to like figure out and 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 think upon to figure out its meaning. Like something like a like a good book, but not boring. That's a, that's key. Can't be boring like a book is. It's a tough.
0: One. Um. So apparently, Spiritfarer has a co-op multiplayer option. Spiritfarer really does tug at the heartstrings.
1: Um, not too difficult.
0: I would suggest that like that would be one that they could try. Mm-hmm. It might be a little too... The art is a little too stylized for yeah. them. They might want something that's like a little bit more realistic in it art style That's true they
1: well also i and i know i'll say this but i will say that like the the inclusion of civ 6 is a popular option for them very strategic thinking spirit fair is a platformer but it's not like a super thinky game you know what i mean like it doesn't have a tactical aspect to it um you're not gonna have to like plan out all your activities for farrowing not farrowing ferrying all those cute animal ghosts
0: okay but really, I mean, if you're looking for a game that's going to be something that could possibly save your relationship, mm-hmm. I feel like there's only one option. What might that be? Oh, you know. It's, it's Baldur's Gate. It's got to be Baldur's Gate 3, huh? <laughs> it's going to be Baldur's Gate 3 because <laughs> it's the perfect multiplayer. It's got excellent storytelling. It's got fun like, moments. Tugs at your heartstrings. Yeah
1: highly strategic combat that requires lateral thinking. I mean,
0: it's a, it's a total entertainer in this. Like it is just, it'll give you stuff to talk about. It's the game that you want to play before you die. Yes. Or break up with each
1: other. Yes. I mean, if you're gonna, if you're going to play one game, if you're going to have one Hail Mary video game to
0: see if, to answer the question, can this be saved? If there's one game that could possibly save your relationship.
1: If you've ever looked at your partner and gone, what are we even doing? And the answer is Baldur's Gate. (laughs) Feels good to say it. Feels good to use it the way it's used. The one reply to this said Diablo
0: to resurrect. No, wrong answer. You should just, you should respond to them. Wrong answer. Incorrect. Try again. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Thank you for listening to player Two, us players. One. Thank you for listening to listen to player Two. I don't know why I try to make it a puzzle every single time we have chosen our game of the year. Um, we'll be back in the following year, 2024, the year of Baldur's gate three to discuss other fun games that you have reviewed. And then we'll look at the reviews of Kim. Do you have any uh, recommendations for the folks?
0: Uh, no, I, I have a, you, I was going to use the term tickler. That's fucking nasty. Uh, I, I have, I think this Christmas we're going to be purchasing a video game and I do think it's going to be Mario wonder, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Uh-huh. And so like, I'm, I'm excited. It's not going to be the game of the year because it needs to be something that every member of my family can play. Uh-huh. Um, but you also so don't have a PlayStation
1: five. So that, that kind of rules out our obvious I know, Maybe suggestion. I'll get a PlayStation five. <laughs> you don't true. know me. That's true.
0: maybe I'm almost as rich as Jeff and I could just have one because he has one. You're definitely almost as jacked as he is. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's my news. What about, what have you been playing?
1: Not playing as many video games. I I have, I have cookie clicker installed on my phone. So I've been messing with that a lot. What's that? uh, It is an idle game where you click a cookie and it has a, it's hard to describe. It's kind of like drugs. No, I'm
0: playing an idle game right now. I'm playing idle banker not and crush I, crush i actually no i'm playing idle banker and i'm really enjoying it's just kind of cute um hmm. but yeah but and i, I do like the idle games because you you leave and you come back and you're like oh look at all this progress oh I yeah
1: <laughs> no cookie clicker will do that in spades and then also if you want to like actively play you can click the cookie and cookies fly out of it but i have uh
0: watched shorzy seasons one and two good for you you wanna you wanna empty her dishwasher so bad (laughs) 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 fuck you shorzy for what One of my favorite lines just a beautiful show it's funny it there's so many little excellent jabs and little quips and yep chirps and it's so good
1: it is like it is literally like if Seven Samurai was about fucking hockey. It is such a good yeah. show. It is so good. Like to, especially because like knowing that it started with a character who was literally just a punchline in Letterkenny, Kenny to have this as the show about that character is ridiculous. And when, to, so to
0: have good. it as good, it's as good as Letter Kenny. Uh-huh. It is. It's not. It is not a. It's not. It. It's just as good as Letter Kenny. Which yep. and and in some ways and I don't burn my house down for saying this, I like it more than Letterkenny.
1: Oh, yeah. No, it's doing it's doing something different. Yeah, yeah.
0: There are some things that happen in Letterkenny that they talk about in Letterkenny that I feel conflicted about because it is very much not PC. Yeah. But I think that, and I think that they, they're doing it sort of tongue-in-cheek, but I think that there's a large population of people that don't realize that. Right. And so it, it is validating their feelings that those things are okay when they are not okay. And I think that that has always bothered me about letter Kenny, where this show is perfect. <laughs> it is. I mean, maybe a little bit. Of, yeah, no, it's, it's,
1: it's a great show. It's highly recommend. So that's, that's what I'll say. Check out shore if you get the chance. It is on Hulu. If you watch Letter Kenny on Hulu, you can watch Shorzy and you very much should. That'll do it for us. Give us a good review on your podcast of choice. I hope you've had a nice 2023. And uh, why don't you tell us about your parents, Kim? We can
0: get the hell up out of here. My name is Jojo. My name is Kim and you have been listening to Listen to Player Two and Poo Poo and Pee Pee are my real <laughs> mom and dad.
1: <laughs> this is a very intelligent comedy program we produce
0: (laughs) okay I mentioned Finnegan's Wake I can say poo poo and pee pee as much as I want